Rishon, as we prepare for Shabbos, Parshas Yitzavim, the first Rishon, which follows on Sunday evening. Parshas Yitzavim, of course, has the mitzvah of tshuva in the parsha, very appropriate for a preparation day for Rosh Hashanah. The Sefer Leket Bishima is quoted also in Derech Bicha, Volume 1. It is brought that the Panovich Arav visited the United States in the early part of the 20th century, and before leaving Europe, he asked the Chafetz Chaim what message he should bring from the Chafetz Chaim to the Jews in America. The Chafetz Chaim responded that he should tell the Jews in America that doing tshuva is not that hard. It's only the Yetzirah that fools people into thinking it's difficult. But in fact, doing tshuva is not difficult at all. Chavetz Chaim was, of course, talking about the words of this week's parish, the Rabban explains that tshuva is kari lelecha, it's not so hard. When I heard this, it's a zapella to me. What do you mean it's not hard to do tshuva? It reminds me of Chazal, who reflect on Moshe Rabbeinu's speech to Kali Yisrael. When he said to them, Ma Hashem alakecha teresh mimcha kim liyira isi. What does God want? Just your Hashemayim. And the Gemara asks, Yira as Shemayim, also such a state. Is fear of heaven a small thing? Am I sure Rabbeinu should say, ki im liyira? And the Gemara says, Yim lagabi Moshe, also such a state. But Moshe Rabbeinu, it's a small thing. However, we understand that Gemara, the bottom line, the fact is that Yerushalayim is difficult for us. But Moshe Rabbeinu was easy. Yerushalayim is difficult for us. Tshuva is difficult for us. Could it be the Chafetz Chaim was reflecting his own experiences and telling us that Tshuva is easy? Or could it be that we're fools and it really is much easier than it seems to be to us? I'd like to quote the Chavetz Chaim from the Mishnabura, but perhaps he is a bit of an insight. Mishnabura, in Zimakov explains the bracha and the bracha which follows it, which is, of course, the bracha of Tshuva, the bracha of Hashiveinu, a right to Mishnabura. The Chavetz Chaim says that every human being should pay for that. For understanding. We've all reflected that people think they need Parnassa, they have Kavana and the Bracha Parnassa, they need health, the Bracha Nerfua. But there are very few people who think it's urgent that their brain situation improves, that they need more Speichel. And for that reason, people don't have Kavana in Atachayne. What's interesting is that the Mishnah tells us it's important to have in mind yourself in the bracha of Atachayne and Adam Das. It's important to think about one's need for more Das. But he's not talking about Das in the sense of having the brains to understand the difficult places, but to answer a difficult kasha. The Mishnah says that in Atachayne we should pray that we should have the understanding to be able to choose that which is good and to reject that which is bad. That is not the bracha of tshuva. It's the bracha of tas of understanding. That we should have the understanding of what is good, what is right, the 
things that are bad and pretend they're not so bad. And not to make excuses about his behavior. To try to rationalize it. To say it's not so terrible. Not everyone is so new. I go on the street. Not everywhere. It's not so terrible. But to think that coming late to shul is not so bad. Most people come late to shul. If a person is bleicher he has the truth clear before him. He accomplishes the bracha of Then the bracha of tshuva is not that hard. The Gemara says the bracha of tshuva follows the bracha of das because, as the pasuk says, the vava yavin the shav. If in your heart you will have a clear understanding, the shav, of course, you will do tshuva. So perhaps when the Chafetz Chaim is telling us truth is not that difficult, he means if we prepare, we prepare by having the clarity of that which is right and that which is wrong, that which is correct and that which is incorrect. Once we have a clarity, we admit it to ourselves, and it's not so hard that a person can do truth. And certainly that's part of the work the Avayda of this day, of these days, the Avayda to come to a clear understanding of that. Let me move on to another Mishnah Another Mishnah and a thought that Rav Tom shared with us regarding the words of the Mishnah Purah. The Mishnah Purah says, "If a tough way Zion has got you, all the halachas of Yehi And there, the Mishnah Purah says that if someone was a gun, if he stole during the year, and he came before Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, he returned what he had stolen. He asked forgiveness. He asked Mashila. He nevertheless should think easily on that which he had stolen because he sinned in Hashem. Hate to Shemayim being other Lamakim still exist. However, says the Mishnah if you spoke to someone harshly, you caused them pain with words, and he forgave, he forgave you, he was Michael, then it is not necessary to do easily on that anymore. The question is obvious. What's the difference? What's the difference between stealing and causing pain with words? Why, for one, is Mashila adequate? And now for the second, why don't we say that when someone causes someone verbal pain, that that too is an Avera being Adam Lamokai, and you should still have to say even. As Paul explained, as best I recall, by quoting the Truva of the Chavez Yoyer. The Truva of the Chavez Yoyer says the following. The Chavisio was asked by businessmen in a certain community whether it was okay for them to enter into the following agreement. These businessmen had a fierce competition. Very often, it would be shy with, it would be teenage Tyra. One would feel that the other person improperly was not speak of all. The other person improperly encroached on his business. It would be shy with of Adi Hamahatech Becharara question of stealing one's customer. They had many DNA tyrants. And they got together. These couple of businessmen who were dealing in the same type of business in the same community. And they said, you know what, let's have an agreement. Or we forgive each other, we'll label each other, and we can do whatever we want. All, all is fair in business. We can compete in any way in which we desire. And this was the agreement that they wanted to enter into. And the question, of course, was whether that is okay, whether it's okay to enter into such an agreement. 
agreements when it comes to financial affairs are binding. Today, the response of the Chavis was an absolute no. Why not? They all agreed. He said that when business is run with ignoring one's moral obligation, ignoring one's halachist of honesty, ignoring the rules of integrity, that causes damage to the whole community. When someone is dishonest, even if technically he has a mesiva of someone else, that dishonesty, that dishonest behavior affects the entire community. And therefore, even entering into such an agreement will not help. As a matter of fact, as the Chavishyaya, the generation that preceded the Mabel is a generation that did just that. Because we find that they sinned in their manner of behavior. And Rashi mentions to us that there was Geneva, there was improper behavior. And he explains that that was the same type of an arrangement. It was an arrangement where everyone was Michael, one the other. And that is the Kalkiel that ruins the state of the community. That's Rafant has shot in this Mishnah same as the Chavis Goyer. That if you stole, you did things that were dishonest, even if you returned to Geneva, even if the person forgave you, it was Mishnah. Nevertheless, damage was done. You still have to say deeply. It's not the same as teasing someone. Of course, every Aveira is not good for the surroundings of the community. But it's not as the same as a collapse in financial integrity. And therefore, when it comes to teasing someone or harming someone with words, the rules are different. Tremendous insight, important Ephraimist responsibility. Let me move on to a third thought. The first two thoughts have to do with Chosef Chaim. Let me move on to a third thought, which is in Rav Druk's base here in Parshat Rav Druk brings a medrash at the beginning of Parshat Tzavim. The Dailah he had Tzilo Lofneh greatest prayer before God. Abba Rav Alazar, Ritzvayim Chaleidah Pesachot Tzilo. Do you want to know how powerful Tzilo is? If the tzila is not completely accepted, God will still do half. Kain killed his brother. And it was decreed against him. Navanad, the two languages of traveling, was decreed upon him that he would have no rest in this world. He had Omad in his father of Nechadish Baruch, who he got up and said, before God, she never bought the Arvay Nim in his day. The Nimna Mimenuna, and he thought this punish was taken away. No. The fact that he would have to be constantly moving throughout the world was taken away. The smaller language of Noid remained, and that was the character language. You can think about it.
him anyway. Or praise that his friend have her for Shalema and the person recovers. You'll never know if your prayer did it or if it would have happened anyway. We know that the Yitzhak, Yitzhak prays for children, the Gemara says, because Baruch Hu planned to give him children. But Baruch Hu wanted to give Yitzhak the parent the opportunity to have a heartfelt prayer. We don't know if the Torah would have been answered anyway in all these other cases. However, in the case of Cain, since only half was answered, you see this was a prayer that the Ad Samuel was a cause that was unjust, that he be forgiven. Really, his punishment should have remained. And here we see Kaifat Shotzilla. The evil one had no source no opportunity. The Derechateva by nature to overturn Xera, Chet Piyotila's great and it accomplishes something. And so that anybody who doubts at any time should know that it still at least accomplishes something. These are the words of our truck here in the state. I would like to add a diok. When it says that Kayan Davin, the Medrash, Lashon of the Medrash is, Miyad Ahmad bin Nizvadal of Tehakadish Baruch. He got up and said, Vito, he confessed before God, Shinema Gadol Avainim in the spy. The power of a Vidoy. The power of Tzilat is in the power of Vidoy. In the power of the Ashabnu Bagadnu that we say every day, three times at the end of Splichai. And if you dive in, in the Ganon, that's a Tachman, as I certainly hope you do, two more times a day. Don't let the end of Splichis become a rush job. The Ashabnu Bagadnu becomes something you say quickly, you know, without feeling. Ashabnu Bagadnu, the Vidoy, has this power of this Kayach of Tzila. The Tzila of Kayach got Lava in the side, that was the Tzila. And therefore, when the Vidoy comes, we should stay with Kavana, we should add. If you say to Adnu, to Inu, to Itanu, you finish the Vidoy, you should add another clap. A clap for something else. You should clap and stay. Spalalnu, the meat Kavana. We prayed without the crack of Papa Kavana. We eat, we don't make a bracha, we shine it properly. Make these statements of Vidoy. These statements of Vidoy have a kayach, a power of Tzilla, a tremendous power of Tzilla to be accepted. They're also a kiyom of the Atachayni Lodam Das, Limchor Bintayv, the Limay Spara. You're a Maya Spara when you say a Vidoy and a saint that is okay to you. And you don't hide behind the generic Hashem Nubogadna. This is the Kayach of Tzila with the Kayach of Hidri. Let us help and pray that in the coming days we as individuals and as a community to a Shabbat Tevo,